0: Welcome back to the Kelly Roach Show. Today we are digging into how simplifying your business will impact your life. So one of the things that we don't talk about enough in the entrepreneurial space is the concept of opportunity cost and mental load and we're going to talk about both of those things today. Most entrepreneurs are in a constant state of task switching. Their mental load is completely maxed out, which means that they're just trying to get by managing all of the priorities and all of the things that they have on their plate, which means that they're in kind of that focused, frantic execution mode, right? Which leaves almost no room for creativity and innovation, which is what actually solves problems and moves the business forward right and when our mental load is stacked to the brim it's really really difficult to grow the business because you don't have the capacity to be thoughtful and strategic about permanently solving problems instead you are urgently putting band-aids on things over and over again which means you're solving the same problem hundreds of times over and over again which means that you're just treading water you're never moving forward right and for a lot of people they really truly do not understand opportunity cost this was one of the first business principles that I learned in fortune 500 and I've carried it with me to this day and I know I've shared this before but I'll share it again I actually use my experience of what I learned in fortune 500 far more today than I even did when I was starting my business I've always been so thankful for that time that I had and that experience that I had but now I have to say I use what I learned there more than ever because I was running a 50 million dollar portfolio there I had 17 locations I had 100 employees so what I'm doing now with my portfolio of companies and scaling what I'm doing it's almost running parallel to what I did there what I will say is the way that I went from one branch to two to three to five to seven to seventeen it was really knowing what our one thing was and making sure that we cut all the fat we cut all the distractions we cut all All the low-level things that did not directly impact our ability to get a customer, service a customer, and expand market share in the customer. Now, what I will say that was so, so powerful, and I've been trying to speak about this a lot more frequently uh, this year in all of my content, is that when you look at a traditional sales framework in a healthy and established organization, a very large portion of their sales are coming from reactivations, growing market share within their current customers, referrals, collections. So meaning that in the entrepreneurial space, what we see is that the focus is almost exclusively on new customer acquisition. And what happens when you focus exclusively on new customer acquisition is you always have people falling out the bottom. A lot of people think scale comes from acquiring customers. You actually, it will be impossible to scale and to retain it for any amount of time until you focus on retention. That is the most misunderstood thing out there and why? Because retention doesn't sell, right? No one talks about this because it's not what sells. People want to buy something that teaches them how to get new customers because they fundamentally don't understand business and they don't understand that. Yeah, it's great if you go get 100 customers, but at the end of that cycle, if you're losing 80, 85 of them, you're never going to grow and your business is going to be mass chaos, okay? So I want you to think about this concept of opportunity costs in your business and I want you to get out a pen and paper while we go through the episode today and make some notes I think this is going to be really really powerful for you okay so I want you to look at your business right now and I want you to ask yourself what is the 20% of your activities that you do today that get and retain your customers write that down now what is the 20% activities that you do today like where if you looked at the last 50 customers that you acquired in your business, where do they come from? Most of you probably was live launch. Some of you, it was weekly masterclasses. Some of you, it was LinkedIn groups. Some of you, it's different, but you probably know off the top of your head very quickly where the vast majority of those customers came from. Now, on the bottom half of your paper, I want you to take the time now to start writing out all the other things that you and the team are doing all the other projects that you're working on, all the other initiatives that you are paying people to spend their time on. I want you to start writing and I want you to be brutally honest. And here's the thing. This is what's going to really blow your mind. Do this with your team. Here's what's going to happen. When you do this exercise with your team, you are going to discover that there are dozens of projects that you are paying people to spend their time on right now that you didn't even know they were still working on because you moved on to the next thing. You stopped talking about it as a team or as a company. You never let them know, oh, you don't need to put together that report every week anymore. Oh, you don't need to do that thing anymore. Oh, our customers don't care about that benefit or feature. You can let that go. What happens is we prioritize the handful of things that we see you know moving the needle and we don't realize that sometimes a lack of internal clarity or communication leads to you spending thousands of dollars paying people to do projects that are completely irrelevant that produce no outcome but require mental load time money energy and effort from your team now there may be a handful of these things that you're personally involved in but I guarantee there's even more things like this that you're not involved in and that you may not even be aware of that are going on in your company. So I want you to do this exercise with your team as soon as you're done doing this for yourself. So if you look at the piece of paper that you have in front of you, you should very clearly have laid out in front of you the 20% of your activities that generate the 80% of your new sales and your customer retention. And I think that's important too because I think what happens is when we launch programs, as you get into year two, three, four, five of running a program, you start adding all these bells and whistles and you start getting requests from people and you start getting ideas from people and then what happens is very quickly this beautiful, elegant, simple model that you once had where you're live with your customers once a week turns into this unmanageable beast with 20 moving pieces and a very expensive infrastructure that's almost impossible to maintain that requires so much time and energy and effort that really isn't impacting the customer's results. I really want you to take a moment on that because when we talk about the 20% that's generating the 80% of your results, I guarantee that you're not just losing money on outbound activity that isn't required or isn't necessary. You're not just losing money on internal projects that are being done that you moved on from months ago and no longer need or want or desire, but you're also losing money on your team delivering all sorts of benefits and features to your customers that they don't care about. And in fact, the customer would be glad if you got rid of them because they're just trying to get the result. And they want to get the result with the least amount of effort, with the least amount of moving pieces, with the most amount of simplicity and elegance humanly possible. So the same thing that you want is the same thing that your customers want. But the problem is, is that this happens over time and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize the level of complexity that's being built into what you're doing and how exhausting it is to maintain. Okay, so I want you to do this exercise and look at this through the lens of what's generating the dollars in the door and also what is serving and retaining your customers. And then down at the bottom of the page, write everything you can think of that is not related or is not performing or is not impacting the vast majority of customers that you're getting and customers that you're retaining and having success with. Now, when you begin to knock these things off and simplify these things, that people are spending time and, and you're spending money on getting people to do, the more that you channel your energy and effort into the very few things that are gonna get you to where you need to be, then the easier the internal operations of the company are going to become. I know that one of the biggest things that frustrates business owners to no end is infuriating and just exhausting is when there's internal turmoil and chaos chaos and it just feels like it's so heavy and so hard to run your business why is that why does it become so heavy and so hard to run your business well usually it's because of complexity okay so I want you to really look at this through the standpoint of you want predictability you want profits you want peace how do you do that? You simplify. That is how you bring these three things together, right? And the more that you simplify, the less opportunity it is for things to go wrong. Think about that. Think about that for just a second. Why is there so much turmoil and chaos in the vast majority of businesses? Because you create thousands of opportunities for things to go wrong. Think about that. You think you create all of these opportunities for things to go wrong. The more moving pieces you have, the more likely that things are going to go off the rails. Rails. the simpler what you run is the more likely that it is going to be smooth sailing it is going to be easy to manage it is going to be absolutely just beautifully executed because you don't have to be a rocket science scientist to execute it so many people have asked me because I talk about the simplicity message all the time well Kelly you split out all these other companies how are you keeping it simple What they rea- what they don't realize is number one I build an eight-figure company with yeah. one offer I literally focused on one thing for what was it? Almost 10 years, okay? With one core offer and maybe a a handful of privates here and there, but basically one core offer and then the mastermind. But the only thing that we launched, the only thing that we marketed, the only thing that we sold uh, public facing was our flagship, right? And so people don't realize that a 10 year stretch essentially focused on one thing and that before I broke out all of these other other companies like really broke them out and actually started running them like separate companies besides give her courage because give her courage i've had for seven years now Um, but i have a full-time partner in that business okay i'm not i'm not the lead person day-to-day amy is all right so that's a different scenario by the time i split out all these other companies number one my primary business had an established leadership team number two we had hit the eight figure mark number three we had a proven brand in a proven market and a proven set of offers uh, primary and secondary that we knew we could continue with into the future so there was stability there and as I knew that I wanted to do multiple things it made a whole lot more sense to take that and duplicate it and replicate it with the simplicity of one core offer if you look at my other businesses the advance one core offer my personal brand one core offer virtual business school one core offer right so if you look at all all these other businesses, they have one core offer. They have one thing that they're focused on being the best at. And so I know that my chances of getting to the $100 million mark with six businesses that each need to do, I think, about $13 million to get there, that's very doable for me with the growth that I've already been able to create and the businesses that I've already built, right? But it's by keeping it simple. The moment that the businesses begin to get complex, they will kill the growth. And one of the reasons, why I wanted to break the other businesses out of my coaching company was that it was starting to create unnecessary complexity and I knew it was going to kill our growth. So I needed to protect the coaching company by simplifying once again, okay? So mental load, likelihood of things going wrong, internal chaos, added expenses that are unnecessary. These are all the things that come with every level of added complexity that you have in the business. And what I really want to make sure I'm drawing your attention to and why I very strongly Strongly recommend that you do this podcast episode and do this exercise with your team after this whether they're part-time full-time contractors whatever the case I guarantee there is so much complexity going on in your business that you aren't even aware of because it's things you've moved on from and you haven't thought of for weeks months years and they're still doing it it happens all the time okay so what does that mean it means it's killing your profits And you keep getting frustrated because you're like, why are we not marketing harder? Why are we not making offers? Why are we not selling outside launch? Why are we not scaling our launches? You want people focused on this core handful of things that are going to drive the growth of the business and you're wondering why that's not happening. I'll tell you why that's not happening because the energy and effort of you and the team is not being channeled in a strong enough stream of focus that you're able to accelerate results and shoving more in the bag is not the solution, I promise you. So understanding kind of the five core things that are going to drive you to scale are going to be essential, right? Generating leads, how to do effective live launches, how to generate consults outside of launch, how to get your content. Converting, how to build a winning team. Like these are the essentials for scale that you can take in one company and then duplicate over and over and over again to whatever level you want to go to, whether it's inside your original business or in the multiple companies that you're running. So I want you to do this exercise with the team. I want you to uncover all of those things. And for you as the leader, you can't be afraid that you're going to get left behind. You can't be afraid to make the changes that you need to in your programs in order to ensure that that you are simplifying down to what the customer actually wants, actually is willing to pay for, and what drives the retention and results, okay? And you need to be the leader from the standpoint of helping your team to massively simplify so that you can channel more energy and focus into the things that are going to actually build and generate results. It is truly that simple. So how does this impact your life? Well, first of all, your peace and your ability to be present at home is going to come down to running a simple business that runs like a well-oiled machine. A business that's extremely complex is never gonna be a well-oiled machine. It's never going to be a situation where you have peaceful, predictable profits if you have a 1,000 different priorities, which is a 1,000 different opportunities for mistakes to be made and for issues to be created, okay? So I want you to understand that your ability to be present with your family hinges on simplicity. Your ability to be peaceful at home with your family hinges on predictable profits. Your ability to create predictable profits hinges on your ability to simplify your and your team's focus down to the things that retain customers and get you new ones. So you see, this is just a circle that goes around and around and around. If you want to be peaceful with your family at home, you want to be present, you want to be able to take vacations and sabbaticals, you want to be able to really know that you have financial security, that all comes down to you. You are the leader, you are the CEO, it is your business. And you have to take the reins on simplifying, things so that you're eliminating room for error. You're eliminating opportunities for mistakes. You're eliminating things that distract from the one thing. And you're setting the priorities around things that are going to actually move the needle. And that is what retains and generates your customers' results and what gets you new ones. And when you understand how to do this, you are going to be part of that 1% of entrepreneurs that actually figure out how to build seven and multiple seven-figure businesses at scale. Okay, I am running an entire workshop on how to scale with simplicity. It's kicking off today. Literally, it's kicking off today at 12 p.m. Eastern in my Facebook group that's called Scale with Simplicity. If you are interested in elevating your live launches, you want to generate more leads, you want to get content converting, you want to figure out how to wildly simplify your business, I want to make sure that you join me. I'm going to be live at 12 p.m. Eastern each day this week. And again, that's happening in my Facebook group, Scale with Simplicity. Just make sure when you come to the group that you put in the entry questions that you listen to the podcast. Okay, and I'll see you there. So I can't wait to see you simplify your business. I want to make sure you do the exercise we talked about today with your team. You are probably spending so much money and so much time and so much energy on things that don't produce results that if you redirected that energy into the five core principles that we're going to teach in this workshop, you are going to get your business booming. So I can't wait to see you there. Again, join me in the Scale with Simplicity Facebook group. Put in the notes that you listen to the show and I'll see you there.